All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. There's Rangers. Uh, uh, let's get into it with the lead. It makes zero sense for the podcast listeners. There's a good chunk of people who only consume this show in podcast mm-hmm. form. And half the time, they got to be wildly confused with what's going on in the lead. Just your random noises. Yeah. I think, yeah. well, I think you sold the, the visual. With yeah. Your noise. I'm, uh, I don't know what to do here. This <laughs> game is, uh, I don't know what to think anymore with this team. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what? It's true. We it's laugh so when true. we're scared. It's, it's so true, true, man. It's so true. What the? F- I think last game do we do? was the first time I've gone into a game in a while being like, I don't think they'll win tonight. Like, I'm pretty optimistic about this fan. I didn't know no, every was, single game. I don't think they're going to win tonight either. You knew, yeah, you knew in the second period how we were getting dominated and Jack was standing on his head yeah. that like we were going to get rolled. Yeah, it was a matter really, of time. Yeah. We were in the lead. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're done. If they have one win in their first seven games, that's so bad. It's not good. That, like, we're, you know what? Let's keep it a little positive. Welcome into Oilers <laughs> Station every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio. Jay's here because it's a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show. Dacky's in on the YouTube with the first comment. So much pressure. Go Oilers? Question mark. Cheers, boys. Um, yeah, go Oilers question mark. That, that is how we all are, my friend. That probably could have been the title of the show today. Go, go Oilers go. question mark. Uh, we're going to get set for Oilers Rangers tonight. Our boy Johnny Lazarus is going to swing by in a little bit to give us the Rangers side 
of this matchup. But first, it's a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition. And we got a special little video sent to us from our friends at Sherwood Ford. Oh. From Sherwood Ford Power Sports. From Sherwood Ford. Oh, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Eric, can we play the video of what they got going on there? Check it out. Look at this sweet drone shot. Look at that big building right across from uh, from Millennium Place in Sherwood Park. Park. Yeah, dude, I drove past it yesterday. I drove. drove That would be the Sherwood and Sherwood. That would be Power Sports Sports Marine. Adds up a lot. So you've been driving past this building. I didn't know what it was going to be. Now I am. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it can be. Free Spirit Marine and Power Sports. They've been around since 1985. You know them. You love them. They're teaming up with our friends at Sherwood Ford, relocating to Sherwood Park and becoming Sherwood Power Sports and Marine, a brand new state-of-the-art facility in the heart of Sherwood Park across the street from Millennium Place. Look at this sleek, all-black exterior. You know what's hidden inside there, Liam? A 91,000-liter I think 91,000 of these. <laughs> That's how many liters. Is that why you asked me how many liters my wall ball was this morning? It is. <laughs> 91,000 liter test pool to service boats in, drive through service so you never have to unload your own boat. Unbelievable stuff. Whether you're looking for a fishing boat, an ATV, side by sides, motorcycles, or Liam, you're a pontoon boat guy. They got it all. Am I? Sherwood Power Sports <laughs> Emory. pool in there? 91,000 <laughs> liter pool. That is crazy. Pool, I think, is. Not giving it any justice by calling it a pool. Yeah, it's, it's way more than that. <laughs> it is an indoor lake that you can put your freshly purchased Mastercraft or test drive one indoors in a body of water. That is crazy. We're going to go shoot some videos. Cool. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, that's pool. really cool. We're going to go full prestige swim. worldwide and shoot. I'll be on my pontoon. On a boat. You can't swim? Yeah, what? I don't want to swim. <laughs> I choose not to choice. It's like the Seinfeld yes, thing. I choose not to run. I choose not to race. Liam, I choose not to swim. Why is Liam sinking? I chose not to swim, guys. All right, peace. Ah, uh, we're very you know, you excited. Don't get up every morning and swim on the River Thames. <laughs> no, shockingly, I don't. The River Thames, scary waters. I was there. I've seen. I witnessed it. Whales were in there once. Two whales have got stuck in the River Thames over the years. I would never swim in there. <laughs> <laughs> whales are our friends. We're mammal brethren. Are we? They're much we bigger are. than us. Yeah. I know, but they love us. They're there to defend us. There's no documented uh, whale death, human attack oh, by yeah. a killer whale in the wild. Oh, just just don't just marry just Sea World and stuff. Just don't put them. There's in been it. people who've been swallowed by whales and come out the other end. Yeah, exactly, because like shit, I just swallowed one of my brethren. <laughs> I spit you out. You're okay. Plankton, get in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, someone commented the other day and said, "You guys get off topic too much." Well, what are well, you talking about? One in six or whatever the hell we are. I don't even know what the record is anymore because I'm not looking. Yeah. Yeah. In fear. One they, four and one. One four and one. Feels like one in a hundred. It's only one four and one, and then we're a ten. Right. Exactly. And then we're a ten in. team hater away, being like <laughs> ten and eleven and four. Bees. It <laughs> <laughs> were one and one and one last week. Not bad. <sighs> well, it's an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Week before. So now if we can one. go. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, well, let's. This see is it. a tough week because like <laughs> the Rangers are good. Did they play last night in Calgary? Night before, of course. Well, everyone. Yeah. So they're rested. I didn't yeah. see any of them at the Tool concert last night, for which I was at. Oh, that's what that is. Buzzing. How was it? Unbelievable. Yeah, Tool is so good. If you look, like, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't just like Tool. You either love them or you just don't love them. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah, them. Okay. 
Yeah, that's kind of true about most things. <laughs> but also, you can like things. Oh, so no one ever likes Tool. You're you, uh, you, uh, if you're into Tool, you love Tool. I There's feel no like, like I feel like that's like Creed too. You either love Creed or people hate Creed. I love Creed. I like Creed. I love. I, Creed. I, I like Creed. I won't ah. say I love Creed. Well, I didn't shit on yours, Jay. <laughs> well. Um, all right, Rangers in Oilers my down. fellow tool heads, I think is how we call ourselves, refer to ourselves at. So I would agree with my statement. All right. Sherwood Ford mean. Giant Game Day. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Our giant thing to watch tonight. Here's mine. Roast me if you will. It's between the pipes. The Oilers need a good performance from their goaltending tonight. It is as simple as that. Their uh, high danger save percentage is dead last in the NHL yeah. by a country mile, Jay. Yeah, well, what, what do we have? 400 high danger chances against No, nope, we've been uh, allowing scoring chances at the sixth best rate in the NHL. That is incorrect. What was it against nope. Minnesota? Don't care. Le- season as a whole, sixth best. Okay. I don't know if I agree. Yeah. I, I think you got to take this, a game This is where you got to fucking pull the stats out of it. Jack's been standing on his goddamn head. He gave up a goal that went through his legs on the ice last game against Minnesota. On a two-on-one. Through his legs, that's going five-hole. Uh, and that's after like 900. <laughs> he was tired. Jack was tired. Jack was allowed to be tired. He doesn't exactly move efficiently, so that might be on him. Holy shit. So we want to just focus on goaltending no, and not um, how bad we are in our No, but I do zone. I do think it will go a long way. Like we talked about when McDavid went down, we were doing the whole who needs to step up here. And I said... It's time for the Oilers to get a week or two week heater from one of their goalies because that will help you get through the McDavidless hockey. Oh, we need a collective heater right now. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, everyone's got to get hot. Stay hot. So Stuart Skinner is in the starters net this morning for the Edmonton Oilers. He is expected to get the call tonight against the New York Rangers. Skinner so far on the season hasn't exactly been good. Three games played, 4.29 goals against average, 8.14 save percentage. They could use a bounce back from him. That is what I'm watching tonight. I want the Oilers goalies to go out and steal them one in this hockey game. And I'm looking for Stuart Skinner to do that. Jay, what is your giant thing you're watching tonight? Man, I don't know if you can put a brick wall in that (laughs) and it could steal the game unless the team in front of that wall plays better. Sure, I think that's fair. Uh, what am I expecting tonight? Yeah. Well, it's it's. <laughs> I don't know if I can expect anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm emotionally compromised. Uh, but what they should do is play better in their own zone. We're all like on the telecast. Oh, the Oilers are forechecking. They're forechecking. Well, we're not fucking playing hockey in our own zone, and we are getting worked. They, there was a good element of that. The game against Minnesota was really the first time the Oilers have gotten buried off the cycle. So, buried. And like, it was bad. That was the first time. Like every other game when people were pointing out the defensive zone structure, all you'd have to do is look at the goals against. Against Philly, they got burned off the rush every single time. Against Winnipeg, it wasn't long stretches of sustained play that was killing the Oilers. They weren't losing guys in front. The game against Minnesota was really the first time that's happened. Evan Bouchard was speaking to our very own Jason Greger earlier this morning, and he had this to say about the idea that the Oilers' new defensive system is costing them hockey games. When guys are tipping pucks in from in front of your net, it's not usually a system thing. It's usually individual play. Getting used to a system isn't an excuse you can use after six games. I would add onto that after six games and the longest training camp in team history. This stuff should have been ironed out. I don't blame the system. I don't blame the coaching. The guys need to be better. Yeah, it is true. Like the look at the goals that they're allowing too. like my biggest thing for today would be protect the net. Okay. Like there's so many times like 
The Ericsson Aquan is unbelievable. That guy just snuck in and just walked right in. And, he got, uh, and it's not the first time it's happened. This although season. that guy, wow! Like I, I know, fuck. Well, this could have had him. They didn't trade those two first round picks for Griffin Reinhardt or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the first one as <laughs> anyway. well, like Marco Rossi, like I said it yesterday, like he literally cross checked Bouchard out of the way, and then Bouchard did nothing about it, and he just Sorry. kept his stick on the ice and scored. Like be aggressive in front of your own goal and. Don't want the other team to score. Mm-hmm. Like it's quite simple, really. Like it just feels like they're just so worried about other things that are trying to happen on the ice that they're just forgetting the small elements of the game of hockey, which is relatively simple, all things considered. I've got a question. Okay. Based on what we're seeing. Do they want it? <laughs> Some night they want sure. It? In def- defensive zone, I would say no. Offensively, I would say yes. I feel like, yeah, like the four, like, yeah, like that's where I get tricked. I was watching the Philly, I'm like, oh, we're you know, we brought our legs. We're keeping pace, but it was all kind of on the offensive forecheck side. We just don't want it in our blue in our zone. We don't want it. Oh yeah, that, that's a hundred percent a part of it. Like they're just not willing at this point to you know pull up pull up their boots and and do the dirty work. Yeah, but again, like we've seen this core group of guys want it before. Right, like yeah. we gotta they get should snap it. out of it. How do we go from not wanting it to wanting it? And you can have like it's an age old debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have like one or two games where you kind of fall asleep, and it's like oh, those just like a bad chunk. But it's been six games now of very bad hockey. Besides the <sighs> national like, game, I am like I am like a disappointed father. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I just watch these games, and I don't normally like I am so emotionally connected to like every like mispass or like amazing pass made like I, I feel it yeah and i'm just generally in a sense of disappointment when i watch the game and i and, I'm, and i don't get as emotionally low as i normally would yeah so uh, do i want it maybe we collectively don't want it maybe there's just like this there's just weird this, malaise this, there's this thing going through edmonton of not wanting it yeah listen i mean it's been a really do disheartening start to the year i want it do you but, feel like you want it though? Like I, we can I say like we I want do. it. I really want to talk about a win on the post game show because it has been so negative to start this season. I want it, Jay. I want it. Okay. That's do you it. want it? Well, that's where I'm like, maybe <laughs> I don't want it. I don't, and I, but I got, I got to find myself internally to want okay, it. How do we? How do we want it? More. Community thing. Tyler, do you want it? I mean, do you feel I want, like you want it? I, I want, know we want it, but do you I feel want it? them to earn it. Like, I, again, it's very frustrating when they lose. You got to want it. But I think you're right. Like, against Mini, when they went down by a goal, I wasn't like, come on, boys, like, big comeback. I can feel it. It was kind of like, okay, no, we're they're going to, like, yeah, we're done. We're done. We There's are no getting fight. outward. Like, this. I, I was shocked to come out of the second period with the lead. Yeah. Shocked. My thing, yeah. I, I think they really do. And the fan base probably needs this too at this point. They need a signature win. Think about when they came back against the Rangers a couple of years ago, right? The Today's McCabe, the night. I know. You know, you had a big comeback. Roughly same time of the year, roughly within like 10 days. Yeah. Remember Dreisaitl telling Truber or whatever, like, oh, it's coming. And then they go pile up three goals. McDavid does his thing. The Oilers win. I, they need something like that. And I think the fan base at this point needs something like that. Cause it'd be one thing if the Oilers can go out and win four, three tonight and like play decent hockey, it would be another thing if they could go out and win six, one tonight or be down two nothing and then pull off a crazy comeback and, Fire home four goals in the third period. Like we need some sort of a signature victory this season. The game against Nashville was awesome, but then they followed up with an absolute stinker. And now we kind of forget about it. They need a signature win on home ice, get the crowd into this thing and bring the team together a little bit as well. Like Minnesota was who the Oilers were last year. Yeah. 
we're like we're down, but you see how we're playing like, oh, we got live like doesn't even yeah, it, just yeah. hammer the comeback. And not to pile on the Minnesota game, but they were missing arguably their best defenseman and mm-hmm. probably their second best forward in Matthew Baldy, and also had forty million dollars in dead cap. And still managed to find a way to beat the Oilers in a way. Like, it's just frustrating. And in the Winnipeg game, too, like, I think we forget how well the Oilers actually played in that game. And it was just that mistake by Stuart Skinner that just led them down the wrong path. So it's like, just put together a performance like that tonight, and you'll probably win the game as long as your goalie stays in the crease. Well, hey. That's rude. (laughs) <laughs> truth hurts I'm sorry but like in the NHL you can't make mistakes like that as much as, as did you hear Rick defended that move yeah well, that, which is mind blowing like it, it yeah. was just like it's, it's it, it just goes like I defend the move in the sense of if you 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 do it when you when you see it like you don't think about it you do it yes because you saw the opportunity and then, like there's no time to think in the NHL no. zero yeah the ones that need to think you can see who they are because they F up a lot. And so far early in the season, that's been Evan Bouchard effing up a lot. And uh, we were talking. Wasn't yes- going to say it, but sure. We were talking yesterday on the show about, you know, when's Jay Woodcroft going to start dishing out his minutes with a little bit more reasoning behind them, giving uh-huh. minutes to guys that earn it, sitting back guys who 12 don't. minutes a night. That's all he needs. Five and five or in general? <laughs> general. I don't know. In general. <laughs> so. AB, do Power we have play? Do we have the uh, Oilers lines for this evening? Yeah. Okay, let's flash those up right now and go through the lineups brought to you by Sherwood Ford, uh, the Giant. I, I'm sorry, I've got one more thing. Uh, expectation for tonight. Yeah. So we don't take three too many men. Oh, do you know that was a record? A I've I've heard, hasn't that. happened since 2012 with Arizona. Yeah. It tied oh, the record, know. right? Tied also, record? Yeah. we talked. We we did bitch about this quite a bit uh, last show, but they could have had more. There was a couple other very bad changes where you're like, oh, that might have been too many men. You know what? They're like, we don't got it tonight, so let's set a record. Hey, be memorable. Let's build off of that. We got a record. Let's build off that. Maybe that can turn into like maybe most goals scored in a game. That's the low point of the season. We're going to remember the low. Yeah. That was pretty low. I really do think, like, I still have a lot of confidence in this team. Sorry to cut you off, Liam. I think we'll look back in like January when the team's somehow like, yeah, we'll be like, remember that game against Mini when they took three too many men penalties? Huh. And I really just want to hop in a time machine to that exact point so I can just get through this. Because yeah. I'm not feeling like I want it. Just in life. I don't that want to scares work me, Jay. That scares me. And maybe because I went to the Tool concert and got in my cups with Bag Milk a little bit last night. <laughs> and if you want to see a hungover guy, Bag Milk is your guy. He's hurting. He's a hurting unit. He went missing for about 30 minutes. Just left. And, and then all of a sudden he walked back in and he's like, oh, your guys are still here. We're like, what? Where would we have gone? He had left the building and then decided to come back to the building. He was on the street. Like he left the building and then came back. In the middle of the concert? We had not left. No, at the end. Oh. Anyways, it was fun. I'll yeah. let him tell his tales in real life. Stay yeah, tuned. yeah. We'll, we'll have stories today on the real life podcast about that. What were you going to say, Liam? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it was something about the bench stuff, just like the lows. Yeah. So maybe they can get they, four tonight. Maybe. They, like, the so you want it. You want it. There you go. I don't know what I want anymore. Game. Three? Yeah, I mean. They always had to lead three times in that game. Yep. And at not at one point did it feel like they had control of the actual game. Nope. Just so weird. I just, there's something wrong with this team at the moment. There's something, there's something in the water. There could be something in the There's water. Well, normally, the water. like that comes in spring with the runoff, yeah. you know. True. <laughs> the, uh, no, no, 
and cold. Yeah, I, it's cold. I was at an event last night. It was a kickoff event for the Heritage Classic. Yeah. And, you know, it was 20 degrees. Is like that at the Ice House? Ago. Is it the Ice House? Yeah. Got to see the Stanley Cup. Kevin Lowe. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, it was like minus like 15. It was so cold. Oh, we didn't execute on our bit where we were going to have Waz do weather reports for us. We we're going to put them in front of a green screen and then we just totally forgot. Well, it's still um, time. But what is the oh, weather for the show? Yeah, for the show. Pre-game and on Sunday. Plus one uh, daytime and minus seven yeah. nighttime, which is fine. R- right I now, just wasn't dressed. my basic Google weather that I just searched says at puck drop, it's going to be one degrees. That's all. So that's good. Out. I don't think the ice will melt. I think we're okay. Last right. Heritage, Last Heritage Classic in Winnipeg. Mark Letestu, hero, should be in the ring of fame. Probably not. The best 55 to, or the average Don 55. Well, Ulanoff, debatable. Uh, it was like two or three degrees, and they had to do a sun delay. Yeah, but that's because they were trying to start it at two o'clock. So different. <clears throat> yeah. Starting it at five o'clock is probably the move. It's probably learnings from that. Yeah. Under the lights, all that good stuff. Is uh, daylight savings on Sunday? Oh, no. I feel like it's like the. I think I think they said that on part of my take. Good, look, look that up, Tyler. When is daylight savings time? Uh, November fifth. So we're okay, gonna, we, got got week. we got time. Thank God. All right, uh, yeah. let's get into our lineup report for Sherwood Ford, the Giant. Uh, starting up top, Leon Drysaddle with Matthias Janmark, the janitor, and Evander Kane. Janmark was noticeable in a good way. Yes. Had a breakaway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Had made a good move. He's actually like, he's dependable with the puck on his stick too. He doesn't make a lot right. of dumb decisions. Must be nice. It's almost like Jay Woodcroft must know something about his players. Yeah. Uh, Nugent <laughs> Hopkins with Fogel and Hyman. McLeod with Brown and Holloway. Forward units going to stay the same. Derek Ryan, Adam Ernie are the extra skaters. What I'm looking for in this one, an uptick in minutes perhaps from a guy like Warren Fogel. Um, you mentioned it, Liam didn't play a lot and he's playing very, very well. So I probably want to see a little bit more out of Warren Fogel and third line. I have liked what they've done. They have not been on the ice for a goal against together. They're dependable. They need to score. Mm. It's it's goal time. Go time. Goal time. Celebrating zero production. That's where we're at right now. Well, I I think with the third line, like on a game to game basis, you can come away being like, Hey, they played well tonight, just didn't score. They prevented, they didn't get caved, right? They pushed the river the right way to yeah, steal a line from teams, low tide. Good teams. But they the, score. Yep, you got to start scoring. Now it's yeah. at the point where like you're going to need a little bit of a heater to get your numbers back up and get your paces all set. They got to get like, score. They move the puck, they're fast, but they just got to get aggressive. They're all the same. I know, they're just like, they're all very perimeter. They need to attack the middle. Someone needs to be in the middle of the ice and. Quite frankly, it needs to be Ryan McLeod. But Holloway, he's not, like, Holloway's doing a lot. Brown yeah. is getting better. I know people want to. Holloway doesn't want the center. He doesn't want the middle of the ice. McLeod? Yeah, sorry. McLeod. I, no, he doesn't. He doesn't and want the center. Of the it's ice. a problem. I think he's a better winger. He might be. I think Holloway would be a better centerman. Where he played in junior and college. That actually, I don't even think give, that's a terrible a idea. I don't know. Holloway's a. Like, he doesn't even take the draws. McLeod's yeah, decent fine, enough whatever. in the draws. But have him take the draws and have. Holloway just cut right to the middle of the ice. Play McLeod on the wings. He's he's going to get in there. Yeah. That third line's got to get scoring. A bunch of you have pointed it out in the YouTube chat. Yes. New look blue line for the Edmonton Oilers. Darnell Nurse with Cody Ceci. Matthias Ekholm with Philip Broberg. Earlier on this season. Swedish we, connection. Maybe yeah. this is what Broberg needs. Hey, remember in training camp, we were talking about it. Yep. Could Ekholm and Broberg be a really good second pairing for this the Oilers? The second coming of Larson and Klefbaum. Oh. 
don't even say stuff like that. I, you can't. I, why not? I got to be positive. I know, but I if it, a, I'm it very happy that the number six defenseman is in the number six slot. <laughs> I'm very happy. That is how you manage your roster. Before you identify where that. they should be and put them in the right slot and set them up for success. I do kind of like the Bouchard Kulak duo. Yeah. Yes, it's great. So you're this gets a big thumbs up from Jay. Massive. I said it before the season started and got absolutely roasted. If but, Broberg uh, is playing on that second line with Ekholm, then Broberg needs to play on the left side. He's, he's worst ma- his worst games have come when he's playing on his offside with Kulak. Maybe he's Ekholm not comfortable is now there, right? But you're not going to flip Ekholm, are you? I don't know. I would rather have, was Ekholm, 33, whatever he is, experienced NHLer. Yeah. I'd rather have him in an uncomfortable position than Broberg, who's not even played 100 games in the NHL yet. It's, it's seems like an easy thing from an outside perspective. Oh, he's just on the other side. It's like, yeah, but then your body's turning different yeah. ways. Like it's you have to pass the puck different, different ways. Game. It's totally different. I think Ekholm would be more comfortable there when Broberg is still learning the game and he's got much better. Mm-hmm. But maybe, but, but maybe, maybe he's talked to Ekholm. Maybe they figured it out for sure. But like when he played with Kulak on the wrong side, it didn't go very well. That was against Vancouver. I know nothing went well. Yeah, but I think that's that was he, a collective. Yeah, the Oilers seem as an organization. The Oilers have confidence he can play the right side. Holland said that a bunch of times. Sure. I, 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 I just would not uh, comfortable. You know, I know Bouchard saying it's not implementing a new system could be the excuse, but like maybe it's implementing and implementing a new system that's contributing to this. I we're trying to yeah. copy what Vegas did and go to that box format or whatever the hell it's called. Like it has to be a factor. Of course it is. Anybody who's learning a new system, I'm sure there's some struggle. I love the ownership of that from Bush saying, no, mm-hmm. when it happens yeah, in front of the net, great. that's on a human being to care. The give a shit meter. Once again, well, we like, have to make an appearance later. Yeah. He should maybe have his, the, the, the spicy picante Wheaties, you know, <laughs> and get a little bit. <laughs> oh, like he, he shows fire at the weirdest times. Uh, like, show it with your like battle and compete when the mm-hmm. play is on. That Own your ice. This is your ice. You come in here. You feel the wrath of coming into my ice and get out of here. I think this is going to be a no goal a, for you. Should be a bit of a wake up call for Boosh. Well, it's collective. It's, yeah, I don't isolate just yeah. Boosh. Like yeah. it's it's collective. Like we're everyone's letting people sneak around. But yeah, and you don't want to do that against this Rangers team. Uh, before we get into our Rangers preview in a little bit here, uh, do we have the Rangers lines for this sure evening? Do. Hockey game. Uh, just stud, off stud, 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 stud. Hey, they're they're looking good right now. Um, you look at that top line: Zabanishad, Kako, and Kreider, Philip Hedl with Alexi Lafreniere and Artemi Panarin. Interesting to see the former number one overall pick maybe starting to find a bit of a home here. In their lineup, that is. Uh, and Kako. Lafreniere? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He went first overall. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, no big Kako, Kako guy. That's, I like you know, what, like the Rangers had those two, because they were relatively decent still yeah. in those years, right? And kind of got lucky. And then they got those two guys. Like, imagine if they got like two above average NHL players, like yeah. two guys who could actually contribute I'm- nightly. Like, it'd be crazy what this team could be. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, just looking at that Panarin Heedle duo has been uh, really, really good to start the year as well. They've combined for 14 points in six games. So that is a duo you are going to want to watch. The third line, also kind of tough to play against. Vinny Trocek with Blake Wheeler and Will Cully. Oh, God. No points. That's a third line. That's a good third that line. That can score. Yeah, they've got four lines here. When you look at this, man, they're good. Yeah, oh, uh, just quickly, man. like Cully's got a goal already. So does Trocek this season. Do so. we really think we have depth? Yes. Let me finish the round. Oh, my God. Benino centering the fourth line with Barkley, Goudreau, and Jimmy Vesey. That's also a decent fourth line. This Rangers team looks good. Last year was the year I picked them to, to, beat, to win the Stanley Cup. I and they got Shesterka. And they got Igor Shesterka. We'll Please tell me he's not time. starting tonight for some There's random. an order to what I'm doing here, James. Well, I'm, I'm just <laughs> wishfully I know that. Ryan Lindgren with Adam Fox. Really damn good top pairing. Keandre Miller with Jacob Truba. Eric Gustafson with Braden Schneider. Again, depth, depth, depth. This is a very, very good New York Rangers team. And yes, the expected starter this evening for the New York Rangers. Actually, it's unconfirmed. Shesterkin's unconfirmed. Maybe he went to the Tool concert last night. He's banged I, up like Bagman. I don't know if he's a big hope. Tool guy. Never know. Like, they maybe are, he loves Tool. They are in the middle of a road trip, so you know, maybe. You know, he probably, he probably loves tools at home. Those Scandinavians love their. I feel like metal. you guys would be such pros. Probably. Once I got over the starstruckness, <laughs> yeah. I find my way out of his luscious beard. Yeah. <sighs> uh, all right. Yeah. The, I'm not convinced this Rangers team is as. Oh, it looks great on my. paper. They're four and two to start the year, Liam. No, no, no. I'm two not and zero to start the road trip. I'm not saying they're. Are you not, not a like team. a professional scout? I mean, we can look on paper and be like, "Yeah, this team's great." Okay. Gaudreau doesn't have. Here we go. Gaudreau doesn't have a goal. Benino doesn't have a goal. Wheeler doesn't have a goal. Uh, Coley has one. VC has one. Trojic has one. Now do the so, Oilers bottom six? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying they're not like stars. And now tell me the record. They're four and two. I'm okay. again. I'm saying they're a very good team, but Blake Wheeler right now is just a name in a New York Rangers jersey. He's yeah, like your good. third line center. He was he's like, a, well, exactly. We just said the third line stack. They have two goals between the three of them. Okay, well, let's well compare zero, third lines but, at the end of the season. Okay, sure, we can. But I just think like this team's very, very good. I'm not denying that. Well, that it bottom seems like there's some as denial great there. as we're making them seem. All right, uh, we're we'll going to tonight. Continuing along with the Rangers talk, let's get. Well, to we Rangers. hope they lay an A tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I do. We need them to I'll, lay an A, and I'll be right. 
Just like I'm right about the Seattle. We got to get to our game notes. It's presented by Wendy's. We are launching a fun little game with Wendy's over at dailyfaceoff.com, a survivor style game. And you are going to be competing for a chance not only win a $5,000 cash prize at the end of the season, but also win some delicious prizes from our friends at Wendy's throughout the year. Wendy's is going to give away a lot of food and it's good. We're going to be trying the barbecue uh, cheese uh, bacon cheeseburger here right away. Mm Mm-hmm. I've tried it before. It's very good. The crispy onions, they're legit. Mm. Uh, fresh, never frozen Canadian beef. Shout out to Wendy's. Last year against the Rangers, the Oilers were 1-0-1. They outscored the Rangers 8-7. Dylan Holloway had a goal in that comeback game at MSG. Evan Bouchard had a pair. Ryan McLeod had three points. Isn't that a nice list of three players you'd like to see take a step forward in tonight's well, hockey game? What did, I, what did I text Liam? What did I text you? You texted me and said Dylan Holloway goal. And then also, what did I say? Ryan McLeod goal. There you mm. go. All right. Uh, we will talk a little bit betting, a little bit of betting later on in the show, of course. Uh, yeah, there's a format to this, Tyler. I am aware of that. <laughs> the New York Rangers so far this season have not allowed 30 shots against in a game. That's really damn good. And when you're only giving up 25, 21, 27, 27, 19, and 26 shots, and Igor Shesterkin's in net, That is going to be a problem. That is a big reason why they're only allowing 1.86 goals against per 60 at five on five. Shesterkin in his career against the Oilers is 380, has a 3.88 goals against average and an 869 save percentage. Oh, Ryan Winworth. Let's go. (laughs) What does that mean? The Oilers have gotten to Shesterkin before. Mm, Maybe they could do it again tonight. Stay tuned, folks. Think about that. Think about that. So there you go. Those are your game notes presented by Wendy's. Let's keep cruising along on Oilers Nation every day and uh, head to the Star Mechanical Guest Line, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. You can find out more by visiting them online at starmechanical.ca. Johnny Lazarus is our guest today. And let me take a deep breath before I tell you where he works. <laughs> An analyst with NHL content at Bleacher Report Open Ice. He also covers the Rangers for the Hockey News, and he does the Blue Crew pod. He does everything. Johnny, welcome to the show. I do everything besides score on the Oilers, but I know the Rangers will do that tonight, huh, boys? <laughs> well, sure. That's well, an interesting way to start here, this. Here, <laughs> You're talking to a very gone. vulnerable group. <laughs> You're talking to a very vulnerable group, so we we agree with you. I was listening, so I figured I'd drop that early on. But thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, so let's start with maybe the expectations on this Rangers team coming into the season. Um, I think in a way heading into this year, it was similar to the Oilers in the sense that like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, no matter what they do in the regular season, this team will be judged on what they do in the playoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, I think for the Rangers, it's a little bit different just because of the coaching changes this summer, you know, Peter Laviolette coming in a whole new assistant coaching staff comes in. Uh, I think there were a lot of changes made over the summer. You lose Kane, lose Tarasenko and Tyler Mott, who Ranger fans love even more than the first two guys I named. Um, So I think there were just a lot more question marks with the Rangers going into this year. The Oilers, I just feel like with McDavid every year, it's, it's cup or bust. Um, The Rangers have that now because of that 21, 22 run. But the expectations weren't really high in New York, I feel like, till that magical run happened. So I don't know if it's necessarily the same, but you know, New York right now is a city that hasn't had a championship in any sport in over a decade. So uh, I think everyone kind of just wants a championship, no matter which team gets it here at this point. And the Rangers are now four and two to start the year. I rattled off some numbers before you hopped on, and it's like, damn, they're, they're looking really good in a few different areas. Maybe what's been the most surprising start part about this four and two start for you? Well, I think the most surprising start about the the winning is that 
the Rangers are winning games and Mika Zibanejad hasn't scored a goal yet. Filipito hasn't scored a goal yet. Uh, the power play has looked good, but again, the five on five production for the Rangers hasn't been all that high right now. The only line that's really producing at a five on five rate is that second line of Panarin, Heedle and Lafreniere. But you look at the Rangers and right now, I think a lot of their offense comes from that first unit, Chris Kreider, three power play goals. And that's actually a storyline going into tonight's game that uh, we haven't touched on yet is that this game features the three best power play players over the last two seasons. Dreisaitl, Zabanjad, and Kreider have the most power play goals since the start of 21-22, which is a pretty interesting fact because uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid, I feel like you'd think would be one and two, but um, yeah. it's Zabanjad and Kreider. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the biggest surprise so far is that the Rangers are winning games. And you know, in my opinion, their best goal scorer hasn't even gotten started yet. Do you feel like the Rangers are motivated to try to set and beat the Oilers at another record? And that's <laughs> 20 men penalties in a single game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Oilers have been good. Yeah, again, too many men. Too many men penalty help like um, they did three, three, three last game. First time they set an NHL record. Yeah, exactly. It was special. Things that is the Rangers want to come and try to top that. Like, do you think they got that kind of smoke? <laughs> I, I would sure hope not. Uh, I don't know if you saw the clip against the Kraken where the Rangers teamed up on Yanni Gord, but I don't know how uh, they didn't get a penalty on that one. Um, but I would imagine the Rangers try to avoid the too many men, knowing that Edmonton is super dangerous on the power play. How's the uh, How's the Rangers? Third and fourth lines this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, the third line's interesting. I think the narrative right now is that Blake Wheeler's slowing them down a bit. Uh through six Ooh, games. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that's such a shock. Um, but through six games right now, Wheeler has zero points. And it's interesting, right? You don't want to be too hard on a guy that's, you know, a little bit older. Um, on the back nine of his career for sure, probably like the last two holes if we're making a golf reference. Yeah. But um, you know, I think Wheeler's playing a role that he's not used to right now. Third line, no power play minutes. Um, you know, he's used to being a top six guy, getting power play, scoring goals. And I think right now he's just trying to find himself a little bit more. But as far as Will Cooley and Vinny Trocek go, Cooley's now, you know, in his official rookie season. So he's obviously just trying to play simple and not make mistakes out there. And then Trocek's been the best on that line. I think he's been unbelievable so far this season. And I don't know if you guys caught wind of Sean Avery's uh, little rant about him, but he's taken it personally, I think, for sure, the last couple of games. And then the fourth line, I think Nick Benino has been a huge ad. Nick Benino is like a shot block machine. The guy's incredible at faceoffs, and the Rangers have like one of the best faceoff percentages in the league right now, which is something that the Rangers are not used to. So, um, you know, I think that's been a good addition so far. I wanted to talk a little bit about Alexi Lafreniere and the start he's off to. Three goals in six games. This is a guy hasn't pop or hasn't hit the twenty goal mark yet in his career in the NHL. Obviously a disappointing first few seasons when you consider expectations. Um, This start to the season, though, is this showing you something different? Do you think he's ready to finally take that big step forward and be a 30-goal guy for this team? Or is this nothing more than just a good couple of games? So it's interesting because, you know, he's got three goals, no assists, and I wouldn't even consider him to be a goal scorer right now. I still think he's more of a playmaker, but for whatever reason, he's finding himself in the right spots. I mean, that first goal, it's a a backdoor tap and off a great pass by Panarin, Um, obviously has that deflection against Calgary the other night, but Lafreniere has made a lot of strong passes. I feel like, you know, the other night on his backhand, uh, he went, you know, backhand across the entire zone to Panarin for a one-timer. Panarin didn't finish, but to me, Lafreniere right now is just playing super confident. He's kind of let loose a little bit, knowing that he has a little bit more of a longer leash. I mean, one big notice this year is that Laviolette doesn't shuffle the lines every period like Gerard Gallant did last year. If Lafreniere like, didn't have a shot on goal, he was bumped to the fourth line. Um, you know, that's just something that Gallant's style was way different than Laviolette's approach this year. But I think overall, it's just the confidence of playing with Panarin. Um, and I think, you know, all four of us could plan a line with Panarin and feel pretty confident, right? He's that good of a player. And uh, I think he's been that effective this year. So for Lafreniere, I think, you know, having that new coaching staff, a fresh start, longer leash, uh, a fresh contract as well. 
I think that's just a big weight off of his shoulders. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, some one of the players they lost over the summer was Patrick Kane. He's obviously still an unrestricted free agent. I know Frank Saravalli has brought up the idea of you know the Rangers still kind of being connected to him, still being somewhat interested. But then you look at this top six, the way Lafreniere and Kako kind of fit into it right now. Do you, does it make sense for the Rangers to go back down that road with Patrick Kane? Would you do you think they'd be open to that? Well, it's actually interesting because I talked about it on the Blue Crew today about how if you want to get more out of Blake Wheeler, maybe bump him up to the first line and move Kako down to the third line because you, you, you know what you have with Capo Kako right now, whereas Blake Wheeler, they're still trying to figure it out. So if the Wheeler experiment doesn't work, you could still do that exchange, but put Kane up on the first line instead of Blake Wheeler. Um, you know, Wheeler doesn't have a long-term contract. He could be you know moved if things don't work out. But with Capo Kako, listen, he's you know a number two overall draft pick, obviously has a very high ceiling, but he hasn't necessarily shown that explosiveness when it comes to offensive production. Like, you know, he's been in the first line for, for many games now over the last two years and, you know, hasn't really um, produced as much as I think people expected. So, you know, he could be more of a role guy just to make the team better. Um, whereas Patrick Kane obviously comes in and makes this team so much more skilled. I think fans are a little bit 50, 50 about Kane just because of how last year ended. Um, but obviously he wasn't fully healthy. So I think it's rough to judge. Uh, but I think, you know, for me, you know, I'm I'm always saying yes to 88. He was my favorite player growing up and I'd take him at 50 years old. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of fan bases obviously would <laughs> uh, just quickly on Igor Shesterkin as well. Um, he got the start the other night against Calgary, but they gave him the night off against the Kraken, I believe. Right. So he should, uh, should be getting the start here in this one against the Oilers. Just kind of looking, been a bit of an up and down season. One goal against, then five, then one, then four, then one. So we're going to hold on to hope that he's due for a four or five of her. We're going to show him though. Yeah, his career numbers aren't great. Anyways, how's Igor looked? I mean, he looked unbelievable against Calgary the other night. And I, I think the biggest thing for him thus far has just been the games where he's let up, you know, those four or five goals has been a lack of effort from the guys in front of him. Like that Nashville game, the Rangers had nobody moving. The only guy that was moving his feet that night was Vinny Trocek. Um, Nashville took it to them the entire game. So I can't really blame the goalie there. But one thing I will say, uh, and I know I, chir- I chirped you guys at the beginning when I hopped on because I wanted to lead into this. <laughs> Igor apparently scored a goalie goal in practice today during a drill. Uh, and like I said, everyone scored in the Oilers. So maybe tonight Igor scores in the Oilers too. I mean, he's been itching at getting one for the past couple of years. That guy can do it. It's just a matter of time. Well, our last guest, when we played the Minnesota Wild, said Kaprizov should have a great night. And then he put up three points okay. against him. Let me paint the picture. <laughs> good. We're, it's, we're down one. Yeah. There's two minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oilers take a too many men penalty. <laughs> we pull the goalie to make it five on five. Igor scores. It's lining up. I'd be okay. Uh, I'd Jesus. like to see a. I'd like to see a goalie goal at some point in my life. So I think I'd be okay with that. I, I prefer not tonight. If I was completely but, honest. But 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 but, but <laughs> we're in a we're, we're we're in a state over here in Edmonton, Johnny. Yeah, we're. Can you not envision what I just described happening? I could see it. Yeah, yeah. that's so that's so effed up. And is. like one of those really weird too many men penalties where like Skinner was just too slow getting to the bench and like <laughs> jumped over, and the refs were just kind of like, you know what, fuck these guys. That's a penalty today. <laughs> You never know. Never know. I All right, Johnny, Johnny, appreciate you hopping on, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you, guys. Have fun. There you, there you go. Johnny Lazarus. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at jlazzy 2 zs or Zs, depending on where you're from, 23. Um, I also tagged him in a tweet today, which is probably just an easier way to find it. I, I don't know if we're allowed to say, but we're, we're working on a project with Johnny. Are we? We are. That's all I'll say. I like how you Maybe say, I'm not. <laughs> Maybe I'm not allowed to say anything. I like how you say, I don't know if we're allowed to say this. Um, kind of your call. 
Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you said, but, but then, I, then I, then I retracted it immediately. Yeah. Uh, all right. There Stay you go. Big shot. He's a cool dude. For, uh, oh, Johnny's good shit. Tyler Mott. Connor Bedard said Tyler Mott was his favorite player. Do you remember when that came out? Yeah, like, that's I, weird. And then the New York Rangers fans love him. Vancouver fans. Mm, Mott girl summer. Him. Maybe it is. Maybe we need Tyler Mott. <laughs> where is Tyler Mott? I don't know where he's actually. I, my my, heart, uh, my gut says, is he in Ottawa? Oh, I did he? he? I think was. he did go back to Ottawa. Or did he sign with the Lightning? He's not on a team. Uh, Forward for the Tampa Bay Lightning. One year, 800K with the Lightning. Yeah, I was this like, guy goes, people love him. Oh, man, put him on our fourth line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek Ryan was getting worked. I always forget how small he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Shout out to Vander Kane. Came in and helped his boy. Yeah. yeah. Good fight. It's a good tilt. That was yeah. a really good score. But that should have been a penalty. Like the cool, I, I don't even know if it was Dumoulin who hit Kulak in the back, but that should have made a check from behind. Straight into the numbers, right into him. And then uh, Kulak went. Uh, well, I don't sorry. think it's check from behind a penalty. A board, a board in. Board. Okay. Board in, sorry. But I, I was just going to say that wasn't called because there was so many other power plays called in that yeah. first period. Game management at its finest. Game management. Man, man. our peak our power play is Strong pretty play. impressive right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. We need to get back into the YouTube chat, which is brought to you by our friends at Finning Cat. It's the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Oh, that's good. Nice. Rings well. I see what you did there. Yep. This Friday and Saturday, you are not going to want to miss the WestJet NHL Fan Park with Finning Cat located in the Edmonton Ice District. If you want to find out more, go to finning.com slash heritage classic. Join them this Friday, three till nine. This Saturday, noon until six. Swing by the Finning Cat booth for a free swag always enticing, and a chance to sit in heavy-duty equipment, also always enticing. Oh, you know we love that. Finning.com slash Heritage Classic. Cat is a proud partner of the NHL. Jay, there are a lot of people who are saying things like what I'm about to read in the chat, but this one comes in from OJ. Um, can someone tell Hello, Jay... World. <laughs> can someone tell Jay that I am sorry that I hated on him for so long about his take on Bouchard? Please accept my sincere apologies for talking pr- trash about your completely correct take. Sorry. Okay, so now let's just talk about it. I'm not. I always say I always say I'm not critical of Bouchard. It's just I'm now happy that we're putting him in the right position for success. What What was it that you were against? Just so people know that he's not a good defenseman. Okay, I and feel you have like to, that was obvious. Like, I, well, but everyone's shitting on me. Like, yeah, you can run our power play, great, but put him in the sixth slot so we can mitigate, you know, the defensive lapses that he possesses because you know that's not going to go away can it improve yes but it's not going to go away so he's in, i think i I really love the situation we put him in drive our power play boosh get them points and let's just shelter you a little bit i don't know if people on camera saw that <laughs> our feet just touched liam no you touched my foot my foot was there and you stomped on me stretching out just stretching out but I, the I chat agree. Sure, i'm sure sir, there's a surveyor brett joke to, there <laughs> yeah probably I agree. I think mm-hmm. Bouchard needs to be held accountable for his defensive play. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But he needs to be in the offensive zone too. So it's kind of like such a mm-hmm. give and take with him, I guess. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if that's you just got to manage it. Like just manage him right. Yeah. And that's, and, and, and as long as we admit to that and manage him right, then it's, he's great. He's Kul- great. Kulak is a great partner for everyone. Yeah. So hopefully it just brings out the best in him. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I want to take a look at some things that have been going on around the NHL in the last couple of days. This really pissed me off. I meant to bring it up yesterday and I didn't. On the Frozen Frenzy Day, Brady Kachuk was given an instigator penalty in the final few minutes of the hockey game. The league decided to rescind it. It's funny that they'll do that for a meaningless game in the middle of October. Would you ever do that in the playoffs, though? No. 
What a farce. What and an absolute was, joke. Oh, and it was like, oh, and they got to even up with Petrangelo. So, like, we could, like, like Petrangelo should have, like, two games. This is proof why the NHL upheld nurses because they didn't want to piss off Vegas with the Petrangelo thing. Yeah, but, they but then they should, then if they were going to enforce the nurse, they should have given Petro two games. Yeah. Like, that's the, if you have to enforce it, but like, the, the reason why they rescinded it is because it was it, it looked like it was two willing combatants. Mm-hmm. Like it was like from the heat of the game, and it wasn't like someone going out to hurt someone. That is exactly what the nurse and F face's name was uh, with Egg. Like Egg was like, "Come at me!" Yeah, the nurse is like, "Because he's coming out." Like, like invited him to fight. So like, yeah, super effing annoyed. And the tinfoil hat what ifs are just going through my head. Yeah. The play from Kachuk too, when he's punching talk on the ice when yeah. he doesn't have the helmet, is dirty. That is a dirty play. Now he's like against the cold. It totally is. Yeah, yeah. greasy. What punching the guy when he's on the ice? He's he was on the ice and his helmet was down and he was like he feeding. like fell on him yeah. and punched him in the yeah. face. Yeah, and like, I, I understand it in the frustration from Kachuk, but it's like mm-hmm. that's that's greasy. But no surprise, he's a Kachuk. I would take Brady Kachuk on my team. I mean, obviously, but it's still like greaseball play. Although it's emotional, man. Hockey's an emotional sport. I don't know. with him. Not a big fan. I'm okay with that. If you're in a fight, it's like things happen. That's just that. (laughs) Things just happen. Like it's. They can happen. Like, I'm not, does he like, does he make the decision? I know this is greasy. I'm doing it. He's like, no, no. Like, I'm seeing red and just like. But you got to face the consequences for it. Uh, sure. Him shedding that's the mitts. My, that's my argument. Did you see him shed the mitts too? Because it was waiting. so, he threw them so fast. It yeah, was a yeah. very cool visual. Uh, all right. Speaking of just making things up as they go, I'm sure everyone <laughs> watching the show today has seen it. But Shane Pinto given a 41 game <laughs> suspension for gambling activities. Now, the important note here. There is the NHL has nothing that says he himself wagered on NHL games. Still gets a 41 game ban for gambling related activities, whatever that is. But also, usually suspensions can only start like the clock can only start when you're signed to a contract and on a team. The NHL just deciding that that's not the case here. They're going to retroactively begin the suspension from game one of the Senators season, even though Pinto's not on the Senators right now. They basically just gave Pierre Dorian a get out of jail. And, 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 and he, they, he has to sign his QO offer now to like accommodate all this or I something. No, I don't. I thought I, I'm pretty sure I read something that, that, there, that he might have to sign his, his qualifying offer. He might it, he might be advised to because he needs to make some sort of money this year when he eventually gets back. Um, I've read conflicting things. Yeah. Today. So, yeah. Sorry. Bruce Garriott did say. Told the Sens have rescinded all previous offers and Pinto may have to sign his qualifying offer to officially begin serving suspension. This is like conspiracy no one, theory, yeah. like very chestnut checkers cap circumvention. Is um, yeah, yeah. Is he allowed to practice and stuff like that? Or is he like suspended from all team activities? I don't think he can do anything. I would assume Bruce Garriott says he's he left can't even put on skates. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. banned from hockey. From hockey. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> and this is happening a lot in sports now. Like NFL, it's kind of been a thing for a little bit. And now they're cranking down on it. Soccer is happening like quite heavily too. A guy just got suspended 10 months yeah. today. Yeah. For betting? Was, for betting. And then there was another guy earlier in the season who was he was betting on him like himself to score goals. And Sick. he was suspended for 10 months, but he was injured at the same time and he wasn't allowed any team activities. So he wasn't allowed to get like treatment for his injuries and stuff. I just think like sometimes he's come down. It's like, okay, like sure you can't like bet and stuff like yeah. that but like you gotta treat these players well as well like they deserve to 
I think the Pinto one's interesting because the the hammer came down as hard as it did, and he wasn't betting on NHL games according to their investigation. They don't have well, then that's like then that's weird. That's what I mean, right? You're you're allowed there. You're you're allowed to bet. Can you bet on other sports? Right? You can. Of course, you're a human, right? You should be. Yes. What the hell? And Calvin Ridley in the NFL was betting on games while he was injured. He wasn't even playing. Yeah, but he was betting on his own team. Yeah, I like guess. that's yeah. You, I I agree with like you can't bet on the sports yeah. that you play, yeah, in. but like it's fair. that is where like come on, put a little money on the basketball game. I'm trying to entertain myself. Said athletes just like us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they throw I, down too. It was a re- a real weird one in Ottawa, and we'll see what ends up happening because again, like a lot of question marks here. Nothing really that firm. Like yeah, Gary Ock saying he's got to sign his qualifying offer. Other people saying the suspension can just go. And even though he's not on the roster, now all of a sudden he fits off. into the cap or, or it gives the senators till the midway point of the year to trade Matthew Joseph. Like it's crazy. I don't get it. It doesn't make a ton of sense. Like I said, this is, this is very cerebral mm-hmm. caps or convention. James Stewart, Ottawa's helmet ad is a betting company. That's kind of funny. It's uh, a lot. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot. Um, anyways. Oh, 97 is a light goal still, by the way. We're oh, 64. 63. If you're watching, oh, 64. If you're watching on the YouTube, hammer that like button. If Let us know if in, you want it by liking the show. Yeah. yeah. If you're chipping in on the Finning Cat YouTube chat, hammer that like button. Let's get Finning back up cat to 97. YouTube chat. Jay's in a singing mood. Yeah. Well, um, I'll be honest. I'm I actually left last show kind of let down because you were knocking my singing. Liam was supportive. I was all in. I was breaking free. So maybe we should <laughs> oh. maybe we should do a musical episode. Maybe that's I don't give him the kick in the kick in the ass. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, we're heading towards the end of the show. Let's get to the menu for DoorDash Liam. Ding dong. Make DoorDash your holiday hack this holiday season. If you're running out of time to get the groceries and the gifts and everything you need for the big holiday party you agreed to throw, let DoorDash help you out a little bit and for a limited time our canadian listeners can get 25 percent off and no delivery fees on their first order of 15 dollars or more you download the doordash app and use the promo code nation 25 the promo code that's up there up in the top corner of your screen nation 25 i have a friend whose family is uh, whose family whose family tradition is on christmas eve is to doordash donairs that's a good tradition is oh, that your family? <laughs> I'm I'm asking if I can join his family. I just watch Star Wars. Oh. Which is a really good one. I always try to watch Elf once. Oh, yeah, I watch Elf a lot around Christmas. I'm the Grinch, the Jim Carrey one. That was my generation. So. Uh, I'm Mary Shrekmas, the 15 minute short Shrek film. Oh, I I watched that last. Uh, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fast. It moved fast. Yeah. It I have was, a very short attention span. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> they pulled it all together. Christmas is almost ruined there in Shrekland. Yeah. No, in my swamp. Not, 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 I don't want to spoil the word. What's that? <laughs> not in my swamp. What is it called? Far, far it's away. It's all ogre now. Uh, Mary Shrekmas. I know what the movie's called, but doesn't he live in far, far away? In a galaxy far, far away. Right. You're getting yeah. Yeah, confused. Sorry. All right. The menu tonight for DoorDash. A couple of big games on tap around the NHL. You have the Boston Bruins. 6-0, and putting their perfect record on the line. They're taking on the Anaheim Ducks. Should be a win. Also, Colorado is in Pittsburgh. Colorado also putting their perfect 6-0 and record on the line. What's more likely tonight? Okay. You got the Avs at 6-0. and You got the Bruins at 6-0. and You have the Sharks at 0-5-1. What happens first? All the perfect teams have a loss or the Sharks finally get a win? 
It's a tough uh, question. Sharks taking on the Bolts. Oh, well, they're not going to win. I mean, it's the NHL. You never know. No, I know. The Sharks stink. They're very bad. They're a very bad hockey team. So we're not that far ahead of them. (laughs) Well, yeah, only two points up on the Sharks. I know, but like still, (laughs) I know, but it's weird. If you parlay the Lightning, Avs and Bruins tonight, it pays out uh, 3.21 to one. Someone hit the uh, all 16 leg. Yeah, not me, though. I wouldn't have been at work today. Taking yeah. a week off, really celebrated. Um, anyways, uh, those are kind of your appetizers. Nice. Obviously, the main course tonight is the Oilers taking on the Rangers mm-hmm. at seven o'clock. Hall, uh, Ring of Honor night for the Oilers. Doug Waite oh, yeah. and Charlie Douglas Huddy. Waite. Um, Jay, give us your favorite Doug Waite memory. Uh, I met ran into him at H and M in West Edmonton. I think it was H and M. It was a store where H and M is. And he was there with his wife and newborn child. And uh, that was very uh, impressionable on me because I love Doug Waite. Obviously, the goal against Calgary, uh, very powerful. Um, a Dougie Waite fist pump is always something good to see. Him hoisting the Stanley Cup uh, against kind of because he had a sore shoulder against the Oilers uh, is nightmare fuel for me and very conflicting because I love Doug Waite so much. Yeah, Doug, I like what they're doing here when they do kind of like one oiler from the 2000s era, one from the 80s and tie it all together in this ring of honor. Yep. So no, he, he's worthy of it. Yeah, man. he was awesome. Same and thing it, with Charlie a very dark time uh, in Oilers land. Yeah, we were debating this on Oilers Nation Radio, like who's the next kind of group to get in. And Dan was like, well, Chris Pronger, like he's responsible for the 06 run. I think the combination is <laughs> a trolling statement. I, I think the combination needs to be you were a damn good player, but also a great oiler, right? And like Doug Waite, great oiler. Charlie Huddy, never the best player on any of those teams, but a damn good oiler, even coming back, coaching, all of that stuff. So I think that's kind of the duo you have to check off. I think next year we got him. I was going to say yeah. Mac T's probably. Next year, Mac T and Hemsky. Oh, Hemsky for Shizzle. Yeah, I think those would be the two. That's my official prediction. Yeah, Skorkov? I, I, mine was Hemsky. I don't think Horkov is there yet. I think Horkov's there. Horkov will captain. be there. But I think Hemsky would go in. Oh, but Horkov was the captain. Yeah. I know, but fucking Hemsky was Hemsky, man. He was like, he was the best player. He was ours. He was ours. That guy, he, was a, he wasn't the biggest dude, man. And he went into all the high danger areas. Yeah. And uh, would just get crunched. Daki asked, would, would, would Horkov be eligible? I think everyone's eligible. Yeah, everyone. I don't, I see all this, they make their own rules. They make their own it's rules. Their Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, tonight in the NBA, doubleheader, Sixers, Bucks, Suns, and Lakers. How about the Raps? Starting things off with a dub last night That's as well. That's right. That's good to see. Who did they play? Timberwolves. Uh, oh, they suck too. So. Oh, Jesus, Liam. Lighten up. Uh, Raps are not good people. I'm sorry to break it to you. I know. It's going to be a tough year. But let us I have a good one. How's yeah, their third, third line? Third unit is not good. Malachi Flynn. Not the best pick. Let's wrap up the show with our Betway bets of the game. Shout out to Betway, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. The Oilers are home dogs tonight. Oh, oh. Plus 110 on the money line. Rangers are minus 130. If you want to chase the juice, Oilers on the reverse puck line at plus 245. That Why not? Let's get juicy. Very, very Let's get silly. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl is the most likely goal scorer, according to Betway, at minus 106 on the anytime goal line. Uh, let's get to our bets of the game, though. Liam is one and zero. Hello, I'm bringing it in slowly Pretty here. Just delay me for a minute. For me. <laughs> I did dry sidle over one and a half points, even money. And tonight, I'm going even less risky. 
Yeah, I'm excited to flash <laughs> that up. Jay and I are 0 and 1, so we're both down a unit. E- Liam at He's not even money. making units. Uh, well, he's up one unit now, and we can't say the same, Jay, so I feel like we can't really yeah. talk. <laughs> I'm in my winning ways. I'm 100% on the air. Um, while we wait to get the board up here, I'll go first with mine because I know it. It's Evan Bouchard yeah. over two and a half shots on goal. Listen, I know the third pairing demotion and all that. That's he, fine. He's still going to get ice time. Yes. He's still going to get offensive zone starts. I think Evan Bouchard's also going to be motivated to hammer some pucks What's on that net. What's that pig? Even money. Oh, that's not minus bad. Minus 105? Minus 105. Oh, that's still, that's, that's even money. Basically that's not bad. Money. That's not bad. I like it. Yeah. Four away from the light goal, people. Keep hammering the like button. Liam, what's your bet tonight? Mine is the lock of the year. Oh. Warren Fogle of a one and a half shots. He had two goals last game, and they're still giving me this. Yeah, and what is that paying? Uh, minus 200, but I believe it will still be money once I win it, so it still counts the same as if it was plus 100. I feel like if you lose it, you should go down two units. I'll take that. I'll take those odds. He says, so you're gonna be, you're throwing two units on Fogel over one and a half shots. Oh, All right. Not? I don't know. If, I think that goes against the spirit of the game, but well, sure. No, 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 no. He, he gets one unit if he wins, but if but he I loses because a bet is such a favorite, he loses two. Sure. So he's risking oh, two that's units fair. on it. That's fair. Yeah. Because you got to bet two units to make one when yeah. it's minus 200. Yep. Uh, Jay, what's yours? Well, I'm trying to manifest something here with this third line that uh, we love so much. Mm-hmm. And I do actually love it. So McLeod somehow takes, uh, attacks the center of the ice and uh, pots one tonight. All right, Ryan McLeod, 4.75 to 1 on the odds for him to find the back of the net. Hopefully that Oilers third line can uh, get some scoring done tonight. They might need it. This is a Rangers team that is very stingy defensively. They're six men deep. Igor could be getting the start tonight. One of the best. Yeah, but we got Igor coming off a heater. That's the only thing. Hopefully he's tired. It's working our way. Hopefully. He's going to be focused on scoring that goal Johnny was talking about. He's going to let in a couple. I showed up to Johnny Lazarus for hopping on the program today. Uh, today around Nation HQ, new episode of the Real Life Podcast dropping a little bit later on today. And then pre-gaming with Boardsy, 6 o'clock start on the show today. Boardsy and Liam going to be breaking down the game. <laughs> yeah, I get Liam today. My debut. Look oh, at that. exciting. Very big for me. And yeah. anyone in the chat or watching the show right now, if you do not subscribe to Oilers Nation YouTube, please do. There is a boudoir shoot if we hit 30,000 subs 30, featuring... The Tyler Uremchuk. We're at like 17.5 right yep. now. So just We've need. We've grown a lot in the last 500. We just need 12,500, which, you know, that's a lot. All right. We, if you tell two friends and they tell two friends. Brick by brick. That's we're going to do that. Brick by brick. It's like this room. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is a wrap on today's <laughs> show. We hit our like goal. Shout out to everyone on the Fitting Cat YouTube chat. You guys did a great job. David skated today. Pardon? David skated today. Yeah, he's, he's playing. playing. He's playing he's on playing. Sunday. He's, he's playing, playing on Sunday. There's, There's no doubt about we're it. We're manifesting it with these likes. I'm yep. telling you, it's working. Good job, YouTube chat. Uh, shout out to Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. DoorDash, dash that for the win. Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company, Star Mechanical. Wendy's, we got burgers, Steve, for lunch today. Mm, there's so many burgers out there right now I'm looking at. Both Sherwood for the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marine and Finning Cat. Check them out at uh, the Fan Fest down at Ice District this weekend. Going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. Heritage Classic Weekend in Edmonton. We also got some listeners from out of town. I saw Shroom Sauce is in. I saw that one too. That was, mm-hmm. that was so exciting. A lot, a lot of people make Well, come out. join us. We are doing a uh, pre-event and post-event at Greta. And if you want to get to and from the game, we're going to have a bus taking you to and from Greta as well. So come. Limited seats. Got to put rules on this because yeah. we have two, there's two buses coming. So essentially get there early. You'll get a wristband and you'll come on the bus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everyone who won their way in at our season launch party, you're good. You're getting on the bus. Yep. So come to Greta for a drink 
maybe not be before the food there is very good. If you're maybe a quick game of Mario Kart. Yep. Whatever. It's a great spot. It's a great spot. There's going to be NFL football probably on the TVs too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the bus will take you back to Greta after the game as well. So you go to Greta at 11. Yeah, I might. That's what I'm going to do, I think. (laughs) All right. That is a wrap on today's edition of the show. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday, with Frank Saravalli in person, and we're breaking down the Oilers and Rangers game. You won't want to miss it. 12.01 Mountain Time. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.